Welcome back, everyone, to the new Golmazan podcast. I'm Ardia Alaverdi. Uh, today, I'm joined by um, former assistant manager of Carlos Queiroz since 2011. He spent eight years uh, with the national team um, alongside Carlos Queiroz and uh, was there for two World Cups, uh, 2014 and 2018. Very, very pleased to, to introduce him, uh, Mark Carlo John Yon. How are you doing? Uh, I'm fine. Uh, what about you? Are you okay? Thank you very much. Yes, it's tough. As you there. know, as you know, now in, uh, all of the people, all of the world, they have the very difficult situation about the coronavirus. Yes, and they have difficult. I hope to be as soon as possible finish this uh, coronavirus and uh, people can uh, Get back to stay normal. like before and uh, live like before yes. and uh, this is uh, one thing for uh, I think we are so sorry for all people which they died yes. I hope and of course, as soon uh, as possible finish this Last week, we unfortunately yeah. lost um, the brother of uh, Mehdi Madavikia. Um, and of course, we've already, we've, discussed, we've already spoken about the coronavirus in our countries, but it's affected Iran one of the, the most. And uh, we hope that it goes back to normal as soon as possible and, and we see football back on the TV, back in stadiums again. Okay, so Mr. Mark Arvajan, I'm going to start. So I want you. to say some words about that. Uh, I'm yes, so of sorry course. for Matavikya and Adi Matavikya, all family. And yes, uh, I hope uh, this is going to be finished, in, uh, especially in Iran and all of the world. Uh, here, Armenia, all of the world, uh, because the people are same. Absolutely, and uh, we really hope that this uh, goes by as soon as possible. Um, okay, so we're going to start with the, um, the the first question, uh, and it's regarding um, your who you who do you think your your the best Iranian talent was that you ever saw in Iran uh, during the time that you were coaching. That's a difficult question to answer because. As you know, and uh, different time we have we had a lot of the talent players since even before revolution. But uh, just I can say this last eight years, special last four or five years, I think Iran national team players. I can say the team was the best talent players because we. Uh, to be honest, we had a lot of young players, especially last World Cup, which they did well. And uh, even the players, they stay behind. We had a lot of uh, talent players. It's difficult to say one player because this is the true. For me, it's very difficult to say one name. So you, you believe the, the collective... Was was the real the real the best talent at that time? Yeah, the collective. Yeah, and those you, players. You, yeah, yeah. But you you uh, you specifically coached uh, Jahan Bash at Damashkilan and also 
Damash Tehran. What? How do you think he performed under under Carlos Queiroz and and over those years? Yeah, uh, John Bach when he was the 16 player, 16 years old, and before I joined uh, to national team with Queiroz, he was my player in Damash Tehran, and uh, I started to give him chance to play and uh, in first training you can see he has some different talent and when he was 16 start to play and he did well and one of the reason uh, maybe I start more connection with the national team and Kairosh was Jambach because uh, I was the guy I introduced to Kairosh because he was asking in hotel do you have the young players in your team I said yes we have one young players which uh, was Jambash and then he sent Simo as his assistant coach to our game and Simo was, uh, was uh, looking Jambash and after that he called me said yeah he had good talent he had good future and that started uh, our uh, connection with national team and then I introduced uh, with Mansurian in Olympic team John yes. Bach came there of course we really had uh, that talent mm-hmm. and I'm very happy for that and obviously you're speaking about once you, you joined the national team but one thing I want to ask you is what uh, what is one unique thing that you want people to remember about Carlos Queiroz uh, when he was in charge of Iran? Uh, I think uh, that's a good question, but you cannot say one thing, unique thing, because as you know, first of all, Queiroz uh, was a teacher and coach. He's yes. teacher and coach. He's not only teacher, he's gentleman. And... Yes. Uh, he was really a leader and uh, he was he always fighting for uh, he was fighting for national team uh, interest uh, players interest a national team shirt interest and uh, i still remember always before each game you can ask him even from players. He, mm-hmm. he was saying to the players, you should, uh, every single game, after the game, you should put this shirt, national team shirt, up and up. Yes. So, because of many things, people uh, from Iran, they like him. And yes. this is the, really, I appreciate from him he teach me a lot of things, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I never seen like him coach. Yeah. He, he was fantastic, fantastic. I, th- I guess you could say that he he really he embodied being Iranian. You know, even though he wasn't, but he, he still he came into the country and he he showed uh, that he he wanted to, he wanted to be part of of the of everything Iranian, not just the the football but also respecting the country respecting everything in terms of you know but from a footballing uh, perspective 
That's yeah. exactly right, because even now, after uh, maybe 15 months after mm. Asia Cup, the people following him, they like him, yes. and still they are waiting maybe one day he came back to Iran. Yeah, yeah, of course, we hope, we hope. Um, so, one thing I want to ask you, in especially with Carlos Queiroz, is do you have one memorable game that with Carlos Queiroz that you really that really sticks with you uh, at that in the term that you had with Queiroz? Of course, uh, like others' question, you have uh, some good memorable games with Carlos Queiroz, yes. but I think uh, the last uh, World Cup. All those three games, special Morocco games, was really memorable games for not even for me, I think for all of the people, football fan of Iran. And even I can say uh, Spain game, because really we didn't re- deserve to lose that game. No. Because for us, even now, side goal was clear. Because we were watching maybe 20 camera, You can't say it was the offside. Uh, so uh, that game, even, even the important thing is people like those games and like the national team. For me, it's uh, Morocco and then Spain, even yeah. Portugal game. And uh, I think if we have at least a couple more good friendly games it could be better chance to qualify next round yeah absolutely I think uh, you have to look at a couple of things when you're, when you're speaking about Iranian and football under Carlos Kerosh uh, a lot of people uh, nowadays if you look in the future a lot of people will speak about the results you know that everyone will say that we didn't score enough goals everyone will say we played too defensively but one thing for me uh, I believe uh, if you were watching the games at the moment you would feel differently because you would see the passion from the players. You would see the passion from yourself, Carlos Queiroz, um, Oceana Cruz. You, the the at the end the moment, the team was very very powerful in terms of what they had prepared before the game. You could see the training was was perfect, um, even though they weren't prepared. Uh, like you say, uh, the friendlies were too were too short. We didn't get enough friendlies at the. Uh, for pre- preparing for the World Cup or Asian Cup, and you know, with with all these limitations, they still managed to to produce these performances against Argentina, Spain, Portugal. So, yeah, it's it's really good to to look back at them. Um, Absolutely, you are right. I want to include this. Uh, this is not only your words. Uh, the people saying this that's very important because. I'm saying even after 15 months, when you are going to the people, people, they are saying same your words. And uh, that's uh, very nice for me, for the national team, for the players, for the coaches. And uh, uh, yeah, you are right. Uh, I can... uh, say about the last qualification before the Russia World Cup. Yes. You can see eight games without uh, concede the goal. Second Absolutely. team to qualify to World Cup in the world, you know. Yeah. This is the, a lot of things, you know, for the happiness for national team, for the 
peoples. That's why yeah. the people like him. Yeah, of course. And obviously, we're speaking about the World Cup. So, for you, the, what was the biggest differences between 2014 in Brazil and 2018 in, in Russia? Uh, in the tw- 2014, yeah, in uh, Brazil, uh, so we had a lot of uh, good experienced players, as you know. Yes, of course. So, uh, but the uh, difference, I think, is more uh, the preparation. Uh, of course, the 2018, we had uh, more or less same problem. But the 2014, if you remember, going back, uh, you can see the last our preparation camp start from South Africa. Uh, we missed uh, Esterlal and Sepan players because of AFC games, Champions games, a lot of training, you know. So that's a little bit uh, uh, change our harmony for players. So we didn't have enough time. But anyway, the players, they did well, I think, uh, against Argentina, against Nigeria. Of course, the last game, so that time we may be a little bit unlucky. And uh, the end of the day, they did everything for the national team players. But 2018, so uh, with that experience, Carlos Queiroz start to asking from Federation, federation to build that uh, pack uh, building which, yes. you know for the improve the players there so i think he also that, had a, a preparation plan of the players coming to the the pack uh, after the league yeah uh, that yeah. that's that's why one next things i want to say because uh, after the draw in uh, world cup russia uh, of course uh, uh, coach had uh, meeting with federation and uh, they had some protocol with the clubs which players after the league games like last three months league games mm-hmm. uh, after the games right away they should be in, uh, with national team one day and a half for recovery training and mentality training and some uh, activity in the that pack for the special upper body to be more strong so with uh, even even uh, even uh, more than that that uh, performance center always coach said is open and staff they are ready 24 hours to help the players national team yeah. players so uh, sometimes uh, more or less the players they had time they came there and worked uh, extra extra yeah, yeah. and uh, this is the another reason uh, to be and of course we had a lot of the young players in those tournaments and uh, that Besiktas camp they help us a lot that mm-hmm. 20 days because we miss again same uh, for AFC games club games champion league uh, we miss uh, players we started our camp in Tehran with three players. Uh, 
So yeah. Madi Dosaini was same. Uh, we were looking long time, and uh, that's good example because he got injured in uh, yeah, Al Ain yeah. games in AFC for Estaglal, and yeah. uh, our staff, doctor, physio, fitness coaches, they work with him maybe two months to prepare him. Then he went back to Estaglal before World Cup, couple games. I don't remember how many games. Play, then he joined to national team. So yeah. this is the your, I think, uh, your answer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and we saw how well he played against Portugal and Spain. Of course, he went to Europe, and was, you know, he might he might even be playing in the Champions League now for Trabzon Sport. So you just saw you can see how much how much development he got from that. Okay, so the next question I have uh, is regarding. Uh, Milad Mohammadi and why he wasn't a starting player in Russia despite being a, a starting player in the qualifying matches at left back and uh, Haïs Hafi I think started for him instead Milad uh, is another young player he's a very good player and uh, he he had same process like Torabi you know came same time with Torabi start to play uh, one friendly game that time I, re- I still remember we didn't have enough friendly game for those young players so start to first round of qualification start to play Torabi Milad and many this kind of players even Taremi mm-hmm. start play that Turkmenistan game I remember so Milad is a good player uh, but uh, not this is not only about the Milad. So as you know, Milad play many qualification uh, games. But just I want to add this: all of the players, and they knew well, uh, players about this. If they play or they didn't play, uh, the reason behind this only the tactical point, not because they are weak or they are strong. This is only a tactical point each game, and uh, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think one thing that I mean, maybe I noticed, and a lot of people didn't notice from from the the inclusion of Haisafi. I, I from my perspective, I don't know if you agree, but from what I saw, I feel like Haisafi brought the ability to to take the ball out of defence. I feel like we had a lot of players in midfield who were very much uh, defensive-minded, strong and, and defending, but we didn't really have anyone who could who could bring the ball out from defence. I think Haïsafi, especially against Spain, he was a, a player who allowed us to, to break out of the defence and create attacks when we needed to. Um, I think that was one of the, the, the clever... Uh, changed by uh, Kairosh in, in the special in the World Cup, and obviously he made the assist for the first the first goal that we scored. So uh, I think it was an interesting decision. So uh, another thing I ha- I want to add about this, uh, if you remember in World Cup, as I said, uh, we had a lot of uh, young players. Uh, if you go back for the World Cup players. We had only three, four players. They had uh, World Cup experience, uh, the yeah. big experience. Some of yeah. the players even, they didn't have won uh, international games, you know. 
So we needed uh, those players like uh, Masoud Chojai. You know, yes. He had very good experience. He helped us to, uh, in World Cup, inside the game, inside the field and outside the field as a, a leader. Yeah, absolutely. And, and obviously, Haysafi was a, a captain on the, the field for Iran uh, in, in the Spain and Portugal game, which was so important. Uh, okay, so next question is about Saman Kudus, uh, a player who a lot of players, a lot of fans in Iran really like because he's got great technical ability, his free kicks, you know, uh, shooting from distance. But why, why do you think he wasn't um, really used very often for Iran? Despite being in great form for his club, uh, he was really good form for Amiens, and, and, and you know, and also before that for Ostersund as well. Why do you think he couldn't make it as a regular starter for Iran? Someone is good player too. That's why he was national team, and he had very good personality. I like him. So, but I think uh, I answer your question about Milad is the same. You know. Yeah. The reason if he played less or came as a sub, this is the tactical decision yeah. from the coach, you know. That's it. Yeah. No doubt about that. He's a very good player. Like okay. And the, we're going to change the focus now to the, the Asian Cup that we, we got to the semi-final. Uh, last year, we lost to Japan 3-0. Do you think the loss to Japan was a psychological uh, issue or a tactical issue? Uh, the reason why we lost 3-0 and, and why? And why do you think it was this way? Of course, it was uh, not tactical uh, issue. This is, I think, all of the people and everybody knows about this because, uh, as you know, we didn't concede the goal until the first goal of Japan. Mm-hmm. which was the no tactical goal. If you go and see the video or even the photo, I have the image about that. Japan's second half came just with two, three players for the attacking. Even at that uh, image, you can see only three players, Japan, in, uh, near the our box. But uh, the players... They were thinking referee stopped the game, you know, four or five players stopped and that's happened, you know. So that was the mentality, the team was going down, you know. So, yeah. and uh, it wasn't in the first half because if it was first half, you can, that coach can talk with players in half time, you know. No yeah. time for that, you know, during the game which uh, we had the plan for the Japan game too. We had more chance until that, if you remember. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe Japan, some of the minute, they had more balls, but we had more opportunity to score. And after 60 minutes, we had the plan, even extra time, we had the plan to uh, beat them, you know. So that's it. And that's happened. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so one question I have. So just obviously, Carlos Queiroz left after the Asian Cup. Um, 
obviously Iranian fans were upset because you know he was there for eight years, but a lot of people were expecting uh, the federation to bring uh, maybe an Iranian coach, somebody from the the league or somebody who had already been coaching in the national team. I personally expected maybe yourself to be chosen as a, a a head coach for the national team after Kairosh. Why did the did they even did the federation ever consider you? Uh, uh, first of all, after the before the uh, Kairos leave the Tehran, you know, yeah. Uh, the same day we arrived to Tehran, the next day I resigned from my uh, position too, and I gave my letter to Federation office. So after one week, ten days, I think. More or less, uh, President uh, Mr. Taj called me and he said, uh, I didn't accept your uh, resign and I want to talk with you. I said, okay. Then uh, maybe, I don't know, a couple days later, we had a short meeting with him and he said, uh, we wanted to you stay with national team. We're going to bring one big coach, we want to you stay as an assistant coach with him. And uh, I said, no, I'm, I cannot work after Kairos with any coaches as an assistant coach. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's it. Mm. So they didn't offer you and to become the head coach at all? No. No. They didn't. Uh, and obviously I, I really appreciate your time uh, hopefully we're not taking too much of your time either but obviously after you you, you, you didn't you resigned from the national team um, the federation decided to bring in Mark Wilmot as the head coach um, obviously he didn't have a really short he had a very short uh, term with Iran he lost the last two games against Bahrain and Iraq how do you how do you um, analyze his uh, performance as Iran coach and what was your initial reaction to him joining Iran? Uh, as you know, I'm a coach. Uh, I can. I don't like to, and I respect all coaches, I don't want to talk about other coaches. Yes. But uh, I think the people and experts they should talk about this, you know, and uh, the result can show everything, I think. That's it. Yeah. Nothing of course. more. No, I mean, I, I understand. Um, but obviously, uh, Wilmos, you can, t- you can probably tell from my reaction, I feel like he had a really unsuccessful period. And, you know, the team, obviously, for me, uh, they looked like they were... Uh, taking a step backwards to the, you know to the comparing it to the time Carlos Carlos was in charge, um, I don't feel like the players uh, the, had the same togetherness, um, the same team cohesion. They were the same team, maybe the same players, but not not so much the same style of football, etc. But obviously, he he ended up getting sacked uh, uh, last end of last year, and uh, they brought in um, Dragon Scottish. 
uh, a, pl- a guy who's been course, in charge of. Of course, that's that's not uh, good for uh, all of the Iranians. Me same. I had same feeling, you know, when happened, we lost against Bahrain and Iraq. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, that's show the players were more or less same players. Uh, but that show different between I think Kairosh and other and, and other coaches. Yeah. So what what's your reaction to Scottish? You know, do you think he he, he can be successful for Iran? Uh, I'm saying same thing. Uh, yeah. Now he's a national team head coach. I respect him as a national team coach. You know, and. Uh, I can say best wishes for him, and uh, that's it. Yeah. All the best for the national team. Of course, um, and obviously the, he's brought in Karim Bagheri and Vahid Hashimian as his assistant coaches. Uh, how do you think they can impact the team? Do you think that they can impact the individual players? Like, obviously Vahid Hashimian is a striker himself. Do you think he can help players like Tarami, Osmond? Uh, cover as I am sorry for and obviously Karim Bogheri helping the midfielders do you think they will have any impact on the team? I think that that, that was good decision to bring Karim Bogheri and Hashem Yan and they can help the national team uh, and uh, I want to say hope to be succeed and uh, that's good that was the good decision from yeah. the federation to bring those uh, ex-players coaches for the national team. Yeah, I'm um, very happy about that. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, well, uh, last two questions, and then we'll finish off with some Twitter questions that we got for, off you guys. Um, for the future, where do you see Iran going um, in terms of? World Cup, Asian Cup, do you think Iran can make any progress? Like, can they make the second round of the World Cup? Um, can they maybe maybe even win the Asian Cup? Uh, I think it's difficult to say those things from now on because uh, for me, Iran, most of the time, always they have good uh, potential players, good talent players, but I think the biggest problem it's uh, about the leader, leader from federation. Yeah, I'm not saying about the national team from federation, because football, Iran football needs the leader like that Khan, you know, which he was the playing football. He was the President of Federation is feeling the football, you know, and yeah. he was very strong his time. I like him. He's very direct. I think uh, football only can Iran football progress when we bring like that Khan, like that Khan or same. That Khan, yeah. Same, same level, yeah president yeah. for the federation then it's gonna be everything i think systematic and uh, everything is gonna be 
maybe it's low, but it's gonna be okay. Yeah, I think but, you're right. Uh, I think the for for now this moment I cannot say anything about uh, the future of football of Iran. Yeah. But anyway, I hope my best wishes for national team, of course, and uh, people. Yeah, of mm. course. Okay, so we got a question from uh, one of the people that work, work with us at Gold Bazan. Sina Saimian asked, uh, was asking you, wanted to ask you a question about your time with uh, Ararat Tehran. Uh, obviously, Ararat Tehran being a team that's, um, you know, very close to the Iranian and Armenian community uh, in Iran, and uh, they produce players like Edmond Bezik, Andrei Temurian, and Andrei Eskandarian. Of course, you played there as well. Uh, what what do you think that the future holds for Ararat Tehran? Do you think they can produce more players like, like the ones I just mentioned, like Temurian, Eskandarian, Bezik, and all that? Uh, that's a good question. To be honest, uh, I have to say, uh, you know, Ararat Tehran now is a very bad situation, football. Uh, yeah. Because after the start the professional league, you know, in Iran, the clubs, uh, private clubs, which they didn't have any you know, income, they mm. start started to going down, you know. So Arad was one of those, those clubs. They didn't have uh, maybe for five years the A-team and uh, only working for the youth team. So uh, last three years they started to uh, to bring the A team in only playing was playing in Tehran league, you know that yeah. level, because we didn't have enough players and uh, budget, you know. So, mm-hmm. but uh, unfortunately, I just heard about that a couple of days ago uh, from Tehran. They made the decision to finish the A team because they they don't have budget. Only they gonna work again with youth team, mm-hmm. and so I think the last players. Uh, from the Ararat played high level was Andranik Teimurian. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, really very sad because even before revolution, I remember Karo Hakverdian, Andranik Eskandarian, many, many players until this Teimurian. We had players to survive to national team, you know. So now this is the situation. Even basketball team is same, you know. They had a lot of uh, national team players, uh, like Koshin and even last couple years, he was playing in national team. Even women national team. Yeah. A lot of players from Ararat, you know, Armenia. So this is situation because nobody supports the Ararat club, you know. Like, uh, I don't to bring names, you know, because most of the clubs in Iran, they support by, you know, as you know, from our minister, um, 
or a government, but are at nothing, you know. They don't yeah. support nothing, you know. So it's very difficult. Mm. That's it. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. The club for a lot of history. Um, and obviously the Ar- Armenian uh, is in Iran. There's a lot of Ar- Armenians in Iran. Uh, and of course, we've had a lot of history of Iranian footballers and Armenian footballers in, in playing for a national team. So it's a shame that this has happened. But we hope that, that they come back to some kind of a, a high level of football. I hope I hope after this interview they came and start to support at least a little bit uh, our uh, football team, you know, from the maybe sport minister, you know, to yeah. give them some budget to keep going. Of course, and if anyone's listening, we hope that you guys... Uh, try to, to solve this issue um, okay so the next questions I'm going to ask you are from some fans who have uh, sent, on, sent in some questions uh, the first question comes from Sultan Umid he's asking uh, some players are more injury prone is it wise is it uh, better to not play them um, f- in friendly games and only use them for tournament games I think uh, maybe it's good question, maybe it's not, but uh, it's question, I think, uh, maybe good to answer this. Maybe most of the people, they don't know what was happened with players, you know, because uh, most of the players, uh, can say maybe 90% players, they got injured in, in the club. Then came to national team. Yeah, we have very few players to injured in national team. Uh, just uh, I told you about uh, Majid Hosseini. You know, he got injured in uh, club, and many other players like uh, Jambach from club. Uh, they yeah. came to the pack. The Iranian players like Amiri, Omid Ebrahimi, Pejman, Jalal, maybe many players, they uh, got injured in club, but they came because, uh, especially in Iran, we had protocol, like I said, to national team players, they can uh, come to the pack and uh, physio, the doctor and the fitness coach, they can uh, support them. To yeah. be better. Even uh, more than that, uh, I still remember uh, we sent our physio to some of club, uh, not local players, foreign players. I remember Morteza. Yeah. Our physio went there to work with him. Jambach, uh, same. We had a lot yeah. of players like this. You know, so national team always try to support the, uh, the national team players, national I'm team staff, you know. Before the Asian Cup, if, if you, people can remember that we, we lost players like Muharami, Izatullahi, Kavir, Izatullahi, Qoli Zadeh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, you know, that's a good good uh, thing. Qoli uh, Zadeh injured. In, uh, even Jahan Bash was injured and he, he injured came in back the club. to... Yeah, you remember Kolizade injured in the club. The cl- yeah, he got injured we, just before the even Said Zatali. We brought them to the camp, last camp in Qatar 
all those yeah. players and uh, our staff work were working very hard with them uh Olizade, i think he already recovered but uh, was very late for the game you know for tournament yeah. and uh, i like him he is one of the good talent players really because now we were yeah. talking about the him about injury he had very he has very good future for the uh, i think uh, football on football and national team yeah i think and, one uh, thing that's really the same john Bach, even john Bach recover late for the asia cup if you remember yes he of worked course. hard with him but he wasn't shaped like a world cup you know if you remember no. so this is the your i think uh, answer yeah um i think one thing about qualizade that's really different that stands out the most about him as a player is that he's left-footed and we only we never really had that many left-footed players maybe maybe only coach and that was like very, very, very talented and playing in Europe. So for him to be playing in Europe, um, being a left-footed winger is very, very special um, for Team Millie. Um The last question I have for you um, uh, is comes from Tamor, Tamoro, and he's asking about the sports media in Iran and how much has changed during the time of Carlos Kerosh. Do you feel like Carlos Kerosh's presence in Iran has changed the media um, in Iran? Uh, I think uh, media in Iran, they progress a lot. Last eight years, uh, of course, Kairos brought some new rules and dis- discipline for the all area and media same, media area too. And... Uh, we should add this FIFA and AFC decision to all clubs, professional clubs should be have media, you know. So yeah. all those things and the contact with uh, other country and those media came to World, to World Cup and uh, look everything, you know, from the front line of the media, all media, I think. All those things, uh, the reason they improve a lot, they progress a lot. And of course, Kairosh, uh, he was bringing, uh, as I said, new rules, uh, discipline, and uh, all those things. Everything should be uh, separate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you very much, Mark Arojanian. Uh, I really appreciate your time coming on to Gold Bazan Podcast. Do you have anything you want to add? Anything you want to say to the fans uh, for Team Millie? Uh, uh, you can, you I, can maybe uh, say in Farsi again. if you want. Yeah. Dostaram begam ke dar vahle aval baz rajbe in virus corona. Inshallah, arche zutar. یا واکسنش پیدا بشه یا با رعایت مردم زودتر این برچیده بشه کل دنیا به خصوص حالا هموطنان عزیزمون و آرزوی بهترینا رو برای تیم ملی و مردم عزیزمون دارم خیلی ممنون thank you very much uh, and we hope that you guys 
really enjoyed this interview. Uh, make sure you follow us on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Golbizan. Um, we will try to bring you some more uh, exclusive interviews and podcasts as soon as possible. We hope that the national team games start, start back in October and we can cover them again. But until then, we'll see you later. Thank you. Hey, this is Arash Markazi from ESPN and you're listening to Golbezan, your one-stop shop for all your Iranian soccer news.